Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, online nutritionist, weight loss coach, and hormone fixer-upper. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of information and inspiration, sharing with you simple and effective strategies from health, wealth, and all things personal growth. Get ready to become the master of your hormones and experience vibrant health to live a life of more power and possibility. Welcome back, everybody, and welcome officially to May. Even though I am recording this at the end of April, you are listening to this episode on May 4th, if it's actually released on May 4th officially, which is my birthday. And I'm so excited to, in a way, celebrate this with you on the podcast today. I am obviously taking the day off and just up to doing the things I love most. Really, that's what the plan is. Uh, Like I said, I am recording this just a couple of days before May. And so Gaytan's birthday is actually May 7th. So we're just a few days apart. And we have obviously both booked the days off and we are planning some nature hikes and walks and being outside in nature. Hopefully that the weather is beautiful and sunny and taking Molly to the park and cooking up some delicious food And that's pretty much it. There's really not much to do or many places to go because of lockdown and and all of that. So as much as I would love to go out to one of my favorite restaurants for dinner and have like a date night out and actually get dressed up, I think I'm just going to have to do that at home, which is all good, but you know, kind of not. I think many of us are at this point where we're just so sick and tired of being at home and just like the same routine and the same scenery and the same environment day in and day out for over a year now, right? So I feel you on that. So happy birthday to me. (laughs) And I want to thank you in advance for all of the birthday wishes that are coming my way because every year you guys reach out and send so much love and I'm just thanking you in advance for that and thanking you just for being a part of this amazing community and tuning in each and every week. This podcast has reached over a million downloads and that was not why I started this. You know, I started this as a way to connect with you and communicate with you and share my knowledge and insight and I never knew where it was going to go. And that's also something that I'm, I'm really conscious of living by, just following my heart and doing the things that light me up without actually knowing how it's all going to work out. Like really letting go of the attachment to the end result and, and how things are going to look is just trusting my gut and following that inner guidance and showing up and doing the work. And trusting, just trusting that things are going to work out that the way, the way they're meant to. And with this podcast, it clearly has. And so I thank you over a million of you in this amazing healthy hormones for women community. Thanks so much for showing up each week for yourself, for tuning into your body, tuning into your health and what you need most and educating yourself. I really acknowledge you for that. So being that it's my birthday, I thought I would share with you today What I've been implementing that has really been transforming my health and my moods and my mindset and my business and all of the things. And I thought I would share sort of what this past year has kind of looked like and the things that I've really made a commitment to that have really improved my health and my well-being. And some of these things are costly and I don't expect everybody, I just want to preface by dive before I dive into this. I just want to preface that you don't need to do all of these things. And these are also things that I didn't start all at once, you know, as my business grew, as I just got more clarity on the things that I want to invest in. For example, red light therapy and infrared saunas. Yes, these things are costly, but you don't need them as part of your routine. I have invested in these things over the years. And like I said, it wasn't something I went out and bought like all of this stuff all at once. And also I have a partner too, right? That invests in these things too. So we share that. And so don't feel like you need these things, but maybe over time, it might be something you want to invest in for your health and for your family and all of that. And when that comes, when it comes the right time, then, then you can do that. But there's a lot of things on this list that are absolutely free. So I'm going to share 
what they are. There's a bunch of them. They are no are in no particular order. So just bear with me as I go through them all. But really, this past year has been about working in. It's about working inwards. And when the pandemic hit last March, officially last March, for me, I literally, like no joke, I don't even know if I've shared this before, but when sort of like shit hit the fan globally, I no joke had this conversation with myself. I remember like sitting at my desk and I was just kind of tuning in and, you know, feeling the energy and the weight of the world. And I had literally said to myself, oh my God, the world is going to end and I better get out there doing the things that like I really need to do. Like I better step this up on a whole other level of impact because the world's going to end. <laughs> like that's literally what I said to myself when I turned to Gayton and I said the same thing. I'm like, oh my God, the world is ending. Like, what do we want to do with our lives? What's the impact that we want to leave here? Like we got to do this now. There was almost a sense of urgency that showed up for me and not that anything needs to be urgent or rushed in, you know, per se, but there was that kind of internal feeling of like, oh my God, like shit's going, you know, shit's going crazy. It's hitting the fan and I don't know what's going to happen, but I know that I just got to do some deeper inner work so that I could show up as my best self and in full integrity and so that I could really go out there and make the impact that I want to make and do the things that I want to do with my life, with my business, with my relationships, all of it. Like this is it. This is the time right now. So I didn't get tripped up on the whole like, you know, oh my God, like I, you know, I'm going to lose my job and what's going to happen with our finances. And I didn't get stuck in the fear mongering. I really didn't. I, and the reason I feel like I didn't was because I spent that time tuning in, tuning into what I can control in my environment and not look, looking for external support and into my external environment to, to help me. I was tuning into what I need to do for myself because that's all that matters. That's all that I can control. And I don't want to go off the deep end here, but let's face it, like when has the government ever had our backs? Like really? And for me, it's always been about being very self-sufficient and it's not like, oh, not trusting anybody, but as we can see what has happened through this pandemic you know, even just the lack of resources for people, the lack of support, government funding. Sure, maybe it was there initially. And then what? The amount of small businesses that have lost, people that have lost their jobs and their businesses. There is no information out there about prevention and supporting your health and your well-being and vitamin D and just simple things that people can access the government doesn't share this information. You don't see this information shared over the news. No, it is all fear mongering. And I really made it a conscious effort to not get caught up in it. And I did not watch the news. And I only heard things from like close friends and family if it was really important. Um, and then if I really felt I needed to know something, well, it clearly would always pop up in social media. So the past year has really been about working inwards. And when I say that, it's been about getting quiet and just really sitting with some discomfort and internal feelings of fear and the discomfort and the doubt and the overwhelm and just kind of sitting with that and just really asking myself, like, why is that there? And is this even true? And it's not. And half of the stuff that I was doubting or overwhelmed about or fearful about, like, most of it was because I was just making up stories around it. So it was really about shedding some of those stories and the things that were no longer serving me and just being able to sit with that discomfort and recognizing like, why is that showing up? You know, something else that I got really clear on with myself and over the years, as, as each year has gone by, I've gotten more and more clarity on this, but especially in the past year, this has really rung true for me is focus and like less social media and less scrolling and less looking at what others are doing and how they're doing it. I just put my head down and focused and stayed in my own zone of genius, doing the things that felt so intuitively right to me and trusting that and moving forward with that. And I had the most breakthroughs both personally and professionally because of that. So I've really learned that, 
you know, tuning out the outside noise, that external noise is so key to my mental and emotional health and to even my success. And so that was something that I got really, really clear on in this past year was, you know, if somebody was like, oh, you should look into so-and-so and how they're doing things with their business. And I was like, no, I don't need to do that. You know, I don't need to follow like 50 million gurus and have all these coaches. I, I have one person that I work with that supports me. And that's my one go-to. And I made it a very, I made it very clear that I wasn't going to go outside of that and start seeking all this other support and basically draining my energy across the board with, you know, all kinds of info and all kinds of strategy. And I'm specifically speaking about business here, but you know, if you're an entrepreneur and you're listening to this, if you're a coach, if you're a practitioner, you're a nutritionist, and you're trying to grow your business, I get that. Like I get in the beginning stages of business, I was like shiny object over here and shiny object over here and squirrel brain and this and that. And I got to implement all of these things. And oh my God, and -and so-and-so said I should do it like this. And -and so-and-so said like this. And I was like, how do I want to do it? Like what makes sense for me? Let me take some of these best pieces of advice that people are sharing with me. And then let me integrate what feels best and right for me. So that is it has been a really big part of the past year is like tuning out the external noise and really tuning in to my gut and my intuition and really just trusting that. Um, sleep. That has been a big thing for me for a very long time. And I know I talk about it a lot, but it truly is one of those things that if you're not sleeping, you're not healing, as you've probably heard me say so many times. And sleep is the most important thing you can do to rejuvenate your body, detox your body, reset hormonal health, cleanse all of the things. It is so vital to your mental and emotional health and your well-being and your hunger and your energy and your cravings and all of it. And so sleep is a really big priority for me, which is probably why I always geek out on all kinds of like sleep supplements and sleep products and things like that. I actually just posted on my Instagram the other day, a I did like a little Instagram reel of my favorite evening supplements, like my bedtime supplements. And that includes magnesium always. I don't think I've ever missed a dose of magnesium in like five or six years. Um, 5-HTP, which I uh, is so important for your serotonin as well as your melatonin. It's really 5-HTP. I like to call it the entrepreneurial busy brain supplement. It's, it's really key. It's really good for calming the body. Um, CBD oil. I've been using this amazing CBD oil from Eaton Hemp. Eaton Hemp, E-A-T-O-N Hemp. Um, And they're in the US, but they actually do ship to Canada. And uh, you can go to their website, eatonhemp.com. I've been using their organic full spectrum CBD oil. I've been using the extra strength one. It's 1500 milligrams. And I just do one drop under my tongue in the evening or maybe like, you know, before bed, mid evening, something like that. And they have hemp seeds and hemp hearts and they have creams they have pet cbd they have some fantastic products and i just love that they ship to canada as well as the us and so you can actually save 20 percent on their website with the coupon code healthy hormones and uh, check out some of their cbd products i'm always looking at some really great uh, CBD companies and got to connect with Eaton Hemp uh, a couple weeks ago. And I'm just really in love with their sourcing and, um, and just like their company as a whole and their branding. And they just do a really, really fantastic job. So I'm a really big fan of them and you can check them out and save 20%. So again, the, the website is eatonhemp.com and I am going to interview them for our website soon because I really want to dive in deeper to their company and how they got started and just really share that story with you all. Okay, so magnesium, 5-HTP, CBD oil. I love the Organifi chocolate. Um, sorry, the Organifi gold. You can either have it in chocolate. They have their pumpkin spice. Their original is just like a turmeric latte. It's so delicious. And there's also some magnesium in there and lemon balm. I'm a big fan of that. If I feel like having something sweet in the evening time or like feel like a hot chocolate, that's my go-to. Or like I said, maybe I'll have like the pumpkin spice one or just the turmeric, the original one. Um, But it's just a really great elixir to have in the evening. And there's like no sugar in there, or I think there's maybe even just one gram. Uh, So I love that. And then I also love 
Lee's Provisions, their pink chai tea. So again, I don't necessarily have all of this every single night, but these are my go-to. So I might have the Organifi Gold Elixir, or I might have the pink chai tea. And the pink chai is basically holy basil, and there's some rose petals in there. And it's just, it's such a delicious tasting tea. I love it so, so much. And it's a very calming tea, really great for adrenal health. So I love that one in the evening. And uh, yeah, so those are my favorites and those are my go-tos. If you wanna get your hands on the Organifi Gold, use our coupon code HEALTHYHORMONES, head to OrganifiShop.com and you can check that out. So sleep, so important to me and I really have healthy sleep boundaries and putting the phone away and just no distractions and keeping the phone out of the bedroom. That is a big one. I don't keep the phone in there so that I'm not tempted to like go on there lying in bed at night or check email first thing in the morning. I don't do any of that. The phone is out of the bedroom and we have a good hour or two hours before bed where we're just really winding down and chilling out. Maybe we watch a movie, maybe we're reading, maybe we're playing cards or something. Um, and that's kind of what that looks like and just really committing to going to bed at the same time every single night and trying to wake up at the same time every single day. Lately, I've actually been waking up around 7, 7.30 in the morning and if you guys know me, that's very rare because I wake up typically around 8.30, but that has really shifted since it's been spring and since the sun has been coming out earlier. So my nat- my body, like my natural circadian rhythm has, I feel like, shifted just a little bit. Okay, so sleep, definitely top of the list. Acupuncture has been amazing. I have committed to going to acupuncture twice a week. I am going to bring on my girlfriend who is my acupuncturist and Chinese medicine practitioner. She's amazing. We actually go way back. Like we went to elementary school together. We went to high school together. And then we've just kind of here and there over the years would bump into each other into like, you know, in the natural sort of health and wellness space at different shows and events and things like that. And then it's just so funny how a couple years ago I saw her at a local farmer's market and then got her and her husband connected with Gayton and then they started training with him. And it just, it's just so funny how, you know, full circle and like now we connect all the time and we see them all the time. And I go to her for my weekly acupuncture and that has been lovely. I'm basically paying for two sessions to go and nap for 40 minutes twice a week, and it's beautiful. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I interviewed Dr. Janine Krauss, and you guys loved that episode. We did talk about acupuncture and Chinese medicine, and I'm going to invite Katrina on here so we can also do a deeper dive and also talk about herbs and all of that too. But it's just been really fantastic, and it's been such a shift for me incorporating more parasympathetic exercises and practices and that is definitely very parasympathetic you're just lying on the table with needles in you it's not like you can really move or do anything so um it's just been a really great opportunity for me to be present and to remain still and to just really tune in um so i love it her sessions are beautiful she plays binaural beats in the room puts this infrared heat lamp over my stomach and warms you up. It's just so fantastic. And you literally, at least I literally feel like I'm levitating, like no joke. There have been times where I've like kind of woken up and I'm like, oh my God, like the table, the table is falling. Like the table is coming away from me. I I have to buzz her into the room. Like I'm going to fall onto the floor here. And I just had to like take a minute and be like, wait, is this, am I dreaming? Is this really happening? And what's actually happening is your chi, your energy is moving through you and it's circulating. And it's just a beautiful thing to witness and feel and experience because it's just a sign that your, your body's working, your energy is moving. The acupuncture is doing its thing. It's opening up channels in the body and it's just incredible to like feel that vibration. And so it's been really an amazing experience. So I've committed to two sessions a week and I'll probably do that for a good three months. And then from there, I might just go down to one a week, but working on spleen and liver support and gut health initially going for two sessions a week so I could really get the support that my body needs. And I've just noticed a huge, a huge shift in my energy and my sleep. And it's just been fantastic. I love it. Um, and then herbs, been incorporating a lot more herbs, making some different herb teas at home with my, I don't know if you saw on my Insta stories, I make like a, a chaga tea and I throw in some 
licorice and some American ginseng and I throw in goji berries and some cinnamon and vanilla and I just kind of make this tea and just really incorporating herbs and like really using mother nature and all the amazingness and the abundance that mother nature provides. Um, Katrina, my Chinese medicine practitioner, of course, has made me like a specific herbal blend for, for me specifically a herbal tincture. Um, so I'm using a lot of Chinese herbs and it's just been really beautiful. So incorporating more herbs and I just, I love them for, for women's health and hormones. On nature walks and hikes, this has been a part of my working in routine and uh, self-care regimen. I love going outside in nature, and especially now that the weather has been a lot nicer, taking Molly for walks in the park and into the Bruce Trail, and it's just been beautiful, and breathing the fresh air and seeing the greenery and being able to ground. Uh, we were up at, uh, we were in Prince Edward County not too long ago, and there's this beautiful forest that our friends they have this massive property and there's this beautiful forest that uh, basically their their house is, is in and they're surrounded by woods. And we go walking through the woods and there's this part in the woods where like the moss on the ground, it feels like you're walking on this super thick carpet. Like it's super cushioned. It's amazing. You just walk barefoot through that and it's just so energizing and grounding and liberating. I just, I love the feeling. So being outside, nature walks, hikes, so important for me and really committing to that. Uh, next up on my list here is evening downtime. So this kind of coincides with my sleep routine, but evening downtime is just so essential for me. Again, putting the phone away. And I mean, for me, this also starts with being able to shut down my computer and my workday and have this nice transition into my evening where like during the workday, I feel like I'm in sort of this masculine energy, you know, running a business and having a team and doing all of the things and showing up and sales and all of that stuff is very masculine energy. And I really try to bring in and honor my feminine energy in my business, of course, that's so important. And it's also one of the reasons why I've been less drawn to men and male coaches specifically and their insights into business and really more drawn to working with women um, and women coaches and, and mentors and things like that. And it's not to say that, you know, all male coaches out there are bad. I'm not trying to say that at all, but it's just really trying to connect to someone that is just in alignment with you and, and the energy and the kind of the way that you want to run your business. Most of the coaches I've worked with in the past have been males and it has been this very linear way of growing business and doing things. And I also feel like there's just this neglect for yourself and your health and it's like grinding and hustling and you got to do more and it's always about the number and the money and don't get me wrong I've learned so much from so many of the male coaches that I have worked with but it got to a point where as I grew and started to tune into more of, of what I needed and what works with for me and I became healthier with my boundaries I made that shift to just really hiring females and the energy has been so different. We we are different. We're very different creatures. I don't have 100% energy every single day. I menstruate and I have energy my my energy changes based on where I am in my cycle and there are days where I'm just freaking exhausted and I don't want to do anything and I don't want to feel bad about that. And so you know, that's no one's responsibility. That's that's my full responsibility about how I show up in business and feeling bad or guilty about something. That's that's me. I have to work on that because I definitely put pressure on myself, as I'm sure if you're an entrepreneur listening to this and starting a business, you know, there's this pressure to like show up and do more and, you know, do all the things. And that just does not work for me. And so I've been really conscious of, of just of, of slowing down and being more present and taking more time off because it's in the time off and it's in the, the slowness and the stillness where I actually have more creative ideas and creative energy and I can see things more clearly. Also, my human design, I am a projector. And so for anybody that follows human design, you know, projectors don't typically have 
the energy force of like a generator where a generator can just go all day long and then hit their bed and just go to sleep. And for a projector, that is just not the case. Projectors have sort of this like finite energy and we get like these bursts of energy and working a typical nine to five job just doesn't work for a projector. And I can't just like go, 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 go all day and then go straight to bed. Like I really need that window of like two to three hours before bed of like actually winding down. And it's the same thing with my morning. I can't just wake up in the morning and be like, go, 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 go. I need to like wake up and be slow in the morning and still and like make my tea or my coffee and like really integrate into my day. And um, that's how I function. And it's just so interesting looking back at all the jobs that I had, you know, uh, very masculine roles that I was in, also males that were running these companies and the pressure that's put on you and like the get up and go and you got to work all the time and answer your phone when I call and all these things. It's like, you can't have any downtime. You know, that's just, that didn't work for me. And for many years I questioned like, am I just not good at this? Like, you know, what's wrong with me? And it's just my energy type and it makes more sense. And it also makes sense why I want, I wanted to be an entrepreneur so I can fully have control over my time and my schedule, my schedule and my energetic capacity. So, um, kind of went off a bit on a rant there, but, um, what I I was talking about evening downtime. Oh my God. So (laughs) my evening downtime, really important for me. And maybe a lot of you can relate to that too, but, um, it's, it's so essential, especially if you're listening to this in your projector, you definitely need, uh, that evening downtime and perhaps that morning buffer time as well. And, uh, you probably understand what I mean for all my projectors tuning in. Um, All right. Next up is playtime with the animals. Yes, I love playing with our animals. I just love them so, so much. They're my little babies. They bring me so much joy. They make me so happy. And when I wake up in the morning, I it's so funny. Like I wake up, open the bedroom door, and the cats come like running into the bedroom and they're chirping and they're saying their thing and telling me their story and all this stuff. It's so cute. And they come for pets and they cuddle with me. It's so sweet. And we do lock them out at night. Molly, the dog, she sleeps in our room, but the cats know because they're psycho and they like climb everything and they get in the closet. They're literally climbing our clothes, climbing the shelves. They're like knocking shit off of the dressers. Like they're just busy. So we have to lock them out. So in the morning I let them in and they're just so sweet. And then we play, we have this game, um, where we basically like just, they have like a little toy, any one of their toys basically. And I throw it down the hallway and they just go running after it down the hallway into, into the one bedroom. And then we throw it the other way and they run the, and they just chase it back and forth, back and forth. And it's just so cute. They're both like sprinting side by side, chasing this random toy. Um, and they could literally do it for like an hour and it's just so fun. So I wake up and I always play with them and play with their toys and pet them and kiss them and all that fun stuff. It's so cute. And then I go downstairs and I see Molly because she's always downstairs because she's waiting for her breakfast and she's so food motivated. She just won't leave the kitchen. <laughs> so um, I go downstairs and I see her and um, give her hugs and pets and kisses and all that fun stuff. And uh, I try and play with her, but if she hasn't eaten yet, and Gaytan typically feeds her in the morning, um, if she hasn't eaten yet, she just doesn't care about you. She's like, let me eat and then we can play. But leave me alone right now. Like She's focused on her food and it's like, pick up my food dish. You better pick it up right now. I'm, I'm not even joking. Like I swear she's looking at me with daggers sometimes. Like, why aren't you feeding me? Um, so yeah. So Molly, she's a sweetheart and we love her dearly. Uh, so playtime with the animals is so essential. I love it. They just bring me so much joy. Another thing up on my list is more sex. Yes, absolutely. Another way for me to really tap into my femininity and that feminine energy and that goddess energy and that light. It is so important to integrate sex into your health and well-being routine. And as I've always said, you know, there's a big puzzle when it comes to health and there's many pieces that make up this puzzle from stress and hormones and sleep and nutrition and movement and supplementation and testing and relationships and joy and creative energy and sex is a part of that puzzle as well. There's many pieces that make up the puzzle and we're not going to be perfect in every single area, but the more energy that we can 
not, I don't want to say be, be perfect in every area, but the more we can find a balance between all of these, you know, if you were to like rate all of these things from, you know, one to a hundred, for example, like what, what is the thing on that list that really needs some more time and attention and energy? Because oftentimes the thing we're neglecting is that thing we really need to do most, right? So, um, for example, sex is often that thing that's neglected because, we're busy. We're exhausted. We have a busy day at work. We're dealing with our boss and we have to come home. We have to make dinner and we have kids and all the things. And it can be really easy to just be like, forget it. Like I'm not doing that. I have no energy for that. Right. And, and then of course, sometimes this begins the cycle of being so depleted and not putting yourself first. So then you end up because you're not first on your list your nutrition fails, you know, um, your movement kind of fall, falls to the side and, you know, you give into the cravings and you're eating more sugar or you're drinking more wine and like all of these things. And then we just don't even feel good about ourselves. Like we don't even have that sexual energy within us because we're not fueling our body in a way to feel lighter and energized and feminine. Right. And so, I've really made it a point, and obviously there's no complaints from Gaytan, um, to have more sex. Like it is what supports my hormones and my estrogen and my adrenals and my cortisol. And it's such a release and I love it. And it's also how I connect with my partner. It's how we connect with each other and can be intimate with each other, which is really, really important. So um, I always want to cultivate that relationship with gay 10, cause it obviously is the most important relationship in my life. And so, you know, and I always say too, like sex isn't something that just begins in the bedroom. Sex is something that starts outside of the bedroom in your everyday environment. You know, how you and your partner communicate with each other. Um, if there's things left unsaid that need to be cleared, like that's a part of sex. If there's all this baggage in between you and your partner, it becomes that much harder to connect on a physical level. So, you know, for us, sex isn't just about the physical part, but it's also that communication part and making sure we're open with each other and being clear with each other and being clear with our needs and what's working for us and what's not and being clear with our boundaries, um, being very open with how we can support one another and just really having that open dialogue going. And it leads to greater amazing sex because we're so open and trusting in all those areas. So a little insight into my sex life there. Okay, moving on movement. I have made it obviously as, as always, like it's always a priority to have movement in my life, whether that's nature walks or hiking and things like that. Last year, I would say actually in the past from like September to February, I was really like hardcore into lifting weights. I've always been into lifting weights. It's, I love weights. I mean, since I was in my teens, I've always been into weight training and I, I'm so drawn to it and I love it. it just fires me up and it, I feel really good doing it. But I get into these shifts every like, six or seven months where I'm like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. And now I just want to do yoga for the next month, or I want to do bar, or I want to do more Pilates. And so I just listen. That's really what it comes down to is just listening to what works for me. And how do I want to move my body today? Some days I have more energy to lift weights and do more things and do more cardiovascular type stuff. And other days I just don't. And I want to be slow and I want to roll out my mat. And I want to do some Pilates and some yoga. And so I've been really trusting that. Lately, what I've been getting into is this um, program called The Class. And I signed up for their monthly subscription. And it is beautiful. It's, so it's called The Class. And I just, it's all virtual. And so, of course, it's not like you can go anywhere. And um, basically, I don't even know how to explain what this is, but it's this combination of breath work and yoga and Pilates and maybe a little bit of bar in there, like all kind of into one. And they just play like amazing music. And like the music goes from like intense and hardcore to like very soft and gentle and your breath changes with the music and it's just really beautiful. And that's what I'm into right now. So 
that's what I do. And they have um, 30 minute classes. And I think they have some quick, like 10 minute ones, but I typically do the one hour. And if I just need like, you know, if it's a day where I can only just kind of fit in a quickie, I do the 30 minute one, but it's such a beautiful class. And again, it's another way for me to do the inner work, even though I'm doing the physical outer work through this breath work and through more of the parasympathetic exercise, it's an opportunity for me to do that inner work and connect to myself and to my breath and to the emotional well-being and all of that. So I really, really love it. And you can just um, search it up online. I don't have any discounts or anything like that, but perhaps I might reach out to them and maybe they'll give our community a discount. So worth worth me exploring that. Uh, next up on my list is water. Something that I, man, I've got some good days and some not so good days with my water. Lately, I have been loving just putting in like half of a lemon. I get like a really big mason jar and I put in half of a lemon, sometimes a whole lemon. And I put like one to two drops of stevia and I use the stevia it's the now stevia, but it's the alcohol-free one. So it's glycerin-based. Um, it's way better than the alcohol one. The alcohol, the alcohol-based one has this weird aftertaste that I find, but this one is amazing. So I love it. And I just basically make my own little lemonade and it's so good. And that's just what I've been feeling. Sometimes I use like a drop of the lime essential oil from doTERRA or I love the tangerine, or sorry, not tangerine, the clementine essential oil from doTERRA. That one's my favorite. So sometimes I might do that and also add a little bit of drop of stevia. I'm just like exploring with my water. Sometimes I get so bored with it, but I still drink it no matter what, because on days when I don't drink my water, I get a headache and my skin feels dry. My energy is low. My digestion is impacted, all of the things. So water is so essential. And I always encourage our clients to drink anywhere from three to four liters a day. And that is what I encourage you to do as well. And there was also an amazing episode a couple months back with Dr. Andrea Maxim. We talked about hyperhydration. And I highly suggest you tune into that one because it's such a it's such a great episode and it's such an eye-opener. So many women messaged me after that episode saying that. For two weeks, they increased their water and focused on hyperhydration, and it made a massive change in so many of the symptoms that they were feeling. So definitely take on that challenge for yourself. It is really, really fantastic to hydrate your body. Like it's it's a simple thing to do. And right now, like literally, I'm salivating just like looking at my glass of water. I just want to drink my water. But I really make it a priority to drink more water. And also because I'm committing to two sessions of acupuncture a week, like hydration is so important for things like that. Um, so, you know, that's that's really, really key. So um, some like you're, you really need to hydrate and your cells need to be hydrated in order for some of these like external things to be working. So um, really important to keep in mind and go drink your water. Okay, next up on my list is red light therapy. So we did an episode quite quite a ways back uh, with Juve, J-O-O-V-V. And you might be wondering what the heck is, is Juve. So this is an in-home light therapy device and it treats your body with red and near infrared wavelengths of light. And it's delivered directly to your skin and your cells. And it is amazing for mood and energy and sleep and performance and brain health and recovery and repair and sleep optimization and healing and skin health and mental acuity. I mean, athletes use it um, for their performance and their recovery. And literally, I just need a couple of minutes of it every day. Gaten uses it every day. And he was on, I mean, he still is on such a roll with it. Like every morning he wakes up, he turns it on and he uses it for 10 minutes. And I used it in the beginning and I just kind of like fell off track with it. And in the past like month, I've been like, no, I can wake up and do this for five minutes. Like, honestly, you know, I deserve five minutes. And so when I wake up in the morning, we just keep, we just keep it in our bathroom and I go and I just plug it in, turn it on, set it for five minutes. And what I do is I use it directly on my face and I kind of like 
lift up my neck a little bit to really expose it to my thyroid. Whereas Gaytan uses it more on spots where he's had like injuries, like especially around his hip. And so I use it for thyroid and skin and he uses it more for like injury repair and whatnot. And he's noticed significant improvements, um, especially in his mobility. And so um, with me, I again, I've just been using it, I feel like regularly for, for the past four weeks. And um, sorry, I'm like totally distracted right now, guys, because our neighbor's kids are outside in my driveway and they can see me in the office and they're waving up at me and they're just so cute. Um, and they're like yelling, they're yelling my name right now. And it's so funny. She's adorable, Ellie. She like goes outside and she's just like, hi, Samantha. And she like screams my name in the neighborhood. It's it's really adorable. So I don't know if you guys can hear her yelling, but she's really sweet. Um, so anyhow, the red light therapy, uh, there's quite a few different brands now on the market. I'm a big fan of Juve. They've released some new new versions of their, of their device. They have like big ones, small ones, like really massive ones that you can put up on your wall so it can get like the whole body. Um, I guess we have like the medium sized one. Uh, with the little stand and it just like sits on our bathroom sort of counter and um and it's great it works fantastic i love it and i notice even every time i turn it on our cats are really drawn to it the cats always come around when it's on so um i did hear that it's totally safe for them and um it probably benefits their cellular health as well so so i love my juve and i commit to five minutes of that every morning now and then my infrared sauna something that i have also used for the past two years we got our sauna when we moved into our house, so just over two years ago, and I love it. I use it anywhere from two to three days a week, and I let it heat up for a good 30-ish minutes, and then I jump in there for about 20, 25 minutes. It, it can be hard to hit that 25 minutes because it gets really hot, and I sometimes can't even last, but at least a good 20 minutes, and what I like to do is I put castor oil on. So I rub on some castor oil onto like my abdomen and over my liver, and then I go and I sit in the sauna, and I bring my like water in there with my electrolytes and some magnesium in there, some powdered magnesium that I use from uh, Canprev. They have a really nice, they actually have a whole bunch of flavored ones too, which is great that you can make into a tea. I just use their like unflavored one, and I mix it with some of their electrolytes, and um, and I drink that during. I also will drink it afterwards because replenishing your electrolytes is so key, uh, especially after like the sauna session because you're sweating out a lot. So you want to make sure that that you're replenishing, and um, yeah. So I love my infrared sauna. So infrared, we have the one from Sauna Ray, which is, I mean, if you're local here to to where I live in Ontario. Um, they are out of Collingwood and they don't use any like glues or binders or anything like that, which is so key. When you are looking for an infrared sauna, that's what you want to keep in mind because you don't want to be sitting in the sauna detoxing and ingesting, you know, all these toxic glues and materials. So, uh, the sauna rate is really, really great. And, um, it's a two person sauna. That's what we have. It works perfectly for us. And it really, it penetrates deep within your subcutaneous tissues and cells and, um, well, well, tissues really. And um, it really helps to release toxins like from deep within the subcutaneous tissue, which is amazing. Um, so if you're looking for that deep sort of detox support, then you definitely want to get an infrared sauna. Now they have infrared blankets that you can buy now and like, these sort of like infrared tents, like there's all kinds of cool stuff now, you know, and those are a lot less expensive. So definitely something to explore and just see all the different options that are out there. Um, and I just love our sauna and it really is fantastic and put on the castor oil for that extra detox support and the castor oil loves heat and it penetrates into the skin even more when it's got heat. Um, so that's been something else that has been part of my working in routine and I'm almost finished here. I got a few, a few more things on my list. I've been delegating a lot more and I've been hiring more. So this is a really big, a really big shift, you know, especially if you're listening to this and you're an entrepreneur or, or you're thinking of starting your own business, the faster you could delegate things out and bring somebody onto your team um, the, the faster you can do that, the faster your business will grow. And, you know, like I want to be clear here, this isn't about being fast and rushing and forcing things, but 
I think what happens is a lot of us get stuck in our head. And I know I did this for many years. We get stuck in our head thinking like, well, you know, once I hit 60K consistently, then I'll hire someone. Or, you know, once I consistently hit whatever that number is, right? Like we think like there has to be a certain amount of income coming in before we can hire out. But you can hire out for, you know, I don't want to say like you want to hire cheap people, but you can hire on the cheap. You can. Like this doesn't have to be an, an, an insane expense, um, especially when you're starting out. Like, you know, what can you delegate out and how much can you budget initially to have somebody help support you in maybe the tech and things like that that you just maybe hate doing? For me, I did all of it in the beginning. Like, all of it. Um, I learned all the tech. I learned all the sales copy. I learned the email marketing. I learned social media. Like I learned all of it. Um, but I also really enjoyed the process. I have a lot of students in my business mentorship program that do not like the process at all. Now they need to learn it because you need to know the foundational things in your business. 100%. Maybe you hate tech, but if you want to grow a six-figure business or a multi-six-figure or seven-figure business and whatever that looks like for you, don't you think it's worth learning the tech so that you can get to that goal? And then, of course, you can delegate it out. But not knowing these things can be very dangerous in your business because then you're only relying on the outside you know, help and support to figure it out. So I made it important for me to know the basics of these systems and these platforms that we use so that if shit hits the fan and something goes wrong and my assistant isn't around, like I know what to do, right? Um, but otherwise, I delegate those things out. So we now have a team of seven, which is amazing and not something that I had ever planned for. Um, and in the next year, I know that we'll be bringing on more onto our team, you know, more team members for sure. But um, there was a lot of just letting go in this past year and recognizing that to get to this next level of growth, there's so many things I can't continue doing and I, I need support. So I'm going to go hire that out. And I know that that money going out only means that we're going to be able to grow and serve more people on such a bigger scale. And so I don't have, just to be clear, like I don't have this vision of having a $10 million or $25 million company. That actually does not excite me. I don't want to have 20 or 30 employees and be managing all these people. The more money you make, the bigger your expenses are and the bigger overhead and all of the things. And I'm not interested in that. You know, our company is on the verge of, of hitting seven figures and I'm really proud of that. And I have seven people. You know, and I know we're going to have to scale a little bit more in terms of our team members and, and needing to bring on more people. But again, I don't see that going beyond like 12 or 15 people. Like even that just sounds like a lot. I want to keep things small. And I have also, I think in the, again, in this past year of really doing the inner work and slowing down and also integrating a lot of what I've learned over the years with my emotional and psychological well-being and health and my, you know, working through traumas and working through self-sabotage and just really heightening my emotional IQ and, and like actually integrating the things that I've learned, I've I've gotten to that point where I'm just not attached to the number anymore. I think initially when I first started my business many years ago, it was like, yeah, I want to have this multi-million dollar business and this massive company and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I've gotten to this point where I'm like, no, I actually don't want that because there's a lot of headaches that come with that. And let me be clear, if that's what your goal is, that's, that's beautiful. You know, that's your goal and that's what works for you. But I'm just speaking on obviously a personal level here that just does not work for me. And I, I feel like once you get to seven figures, well, then it's like, well, now we need to hit five and now we have to hit 10 and now we have to hit 25. And it's just, it's always like more and more and more and more and more. And it just never stops. And that's exhausting. And it's so draining. And I always want to be able to deliver a high level of service. And sometimes that gets missed. Not sometimes, it often gets missed the bigger the company gets. So 
I am just really wanting to be conscious of that and trusting where the business goes and trusting that it will grow to where it needs to and that I don't need to force it and I don't need to push it and I don't need to be attached to this crazy big number. So I that has just been this almost like this big sigh of relief. And in a way, I'm also really, I'm like really proud of myself for being able to have that honest conversation with myself, like being able to recognize that more growth and more this and more that and more things and more money, like that doesn't equal happiness. And and I'm very well aware of that. And so um, I just know that, again, I don't need to know the how, how it's all going to work out. I just know that as long as I keep shining my light and being in my zone of genius and doing the things that light me up and serve people, it's all going to work out the way that it's meant to. And I truly trust that. So delegating more, hiring more, that's really where I was at. And just, again, I think we get so caught up in like, I can't afford to do that. And it's sometimes like you can't afford not to, especially if you want to grow and scale. Delegating and and hiring team is the most important thing you can do. And you may not be able to do it right at first, but I do want you to keep that in the back of your mind. If you're starting your business, wherever you are in your business, if you have a business, um, it might get to that point. Like, I really want you to keep that in your back pocket that like, that's something you're going to have to pull out and get uncomfortable and do at some point to really move forward and grow. And lastly, on my list In this past year, and especially in these past few months, I've really been exploring with plant medicine and it's been a really beautiful experience. And I think between plant medicine, acupuncture, nutrition, meditation, like sex, tuning in, slowing down, all of the things has really brought me to this place of just feeling really grounded and feeling really, really, really calm. I saw a friend a couple of weeks ago and she's super intuitive and does like a lot of mediumship and everything. And she said to me, she's like, you know, your energy is just so different today. Like it's really different and it's really light. And she's like, I'm saying this all in a good way. It's just like, I just needed you to know that like your energy feels really light. It feels really different. And you know what? I do feel lighter. I feel like there's been this outside energy. I don't know what it is like this armor, this sluggishness. And and it could be because I'm now coming out of winter and into spring and I never really feel so great in the winter time and the cold and the damp. Oh, I just don't love it. As you guys know, I'm just not a fan of the cold weather. My thyroid hates the cold. I feel like my body holds on to so much more in the winter time. And with the springtime, I think, and I, I'm sure a lot of us can relate to this, it's just this feeling of lightness and this expansion. And I absolutely feel that. And it's just, it was amazing to have somebody else recognize that because I truly have been feeling that. And this real level of just like calm and balance and, and feeling grounded. And I know plant medicine has definitely played a role in that. So, uh, you, some of you know that I've been, go- I've gone to a few ayahuasca ceremonies in the past few months. And ayahuasca is, um, a really powerful psychedelic. And it sort of brings you to your maker, as they say, and it can really bring up a lot of trauma and dysfunction and fear and uncertainty. It it can bring up often what's referred to as like the dark night of the soul. You know, it's really showing you your shadow side. And at the same time, it's also showing you the light side as well. And there's shadow and light to all of us. You know, the shadow always exists there. It's just, you know, what do we want to give the energy to? And it's also understanding what hides in the shadow side. You know, what's there? What fears are there? What traumas are there? What dysfunction is there that you need to heal and work through and either forgive yourself for, forgive someone else for, or, you know, what needs to be worked through there? And so, In my experience with ayahuasca, I have not, I mean, I have not yet experienced that sort of dark night of the soul. I haven't had a really bad experience where it's been scary. Um, 
Whereas, you know, I've had some friends that have really had very challenging, tough ceremonies and, you know, things have come up with like family and parents or and different caretakers and they've almost witnessed themselves like dying and just like all of these things have shown up for a lot of my friends and it's been it's been very deep and dark for for some of them but they've come out the other side with this beautiful experience of of just recognizing like what they need to let go of and what's been holding them back and and sort of the the issues that are stuck in their tissues and and really learning how to release that and work their way through that and so you know that's the beauty of it often ayahuasca ceremonies are referred to as you know, going to 10 years of therapy. And so I have not experienced anything like that. I've had really beautiful experiences. Um, on my very first ayahuasca ceremony, it was very mild and very light. I think that my will was taking over for the most part. Um, and this like sense of control because, you know, you're at your very first ceremony, you don't know people there and you don't know what to expect or how you're going to feel. And you're in your head a lot. And you're like, oh my God, am I just going to purge all night? Cause a lot of people do, they throw up, um, or, you know, they run to the bathroom and it doesn't happen to everybody, uh, but it does happen. And it, like 90% of the time people are purging off of ayahuasca. And that's part of the detox process. Like you're letting go of the emotional stagnation that's in your body um, and you're purging that out. And so, you know, on the very first time that I did ayahuasca, it was very light. And like I said, I think I was just in my head a lot and trying to control the situation. Um, And so after that, because I had the experience I was able to like let go a lot more and felt more comfortable and now, okay, knew the people and like, and, you know, kind of got a lay of the land and what to expect. And so my second ceremony was just like magic. It was just pure magic. And mother ayahuasca showed up and took my hand and brought me around the world and showed me all the beauty of the world. And it was quite magical. Um, I will definitely do a different episode where I just share this in more detail, but it was really a beautiful experience. And when I do psychedelics, I channel and that's what happens. I did mushrooms last year and I channeled somebody and some crazy messages were brought forward. And same thing with ayahuasca. I I channel, I have like different entities and people that show up and and share things with me and want to communicate with people and pass on messages. So I will share all of that in a separate episode. Um, But, you know, plant medicine, it's just opened me up to different parts of myself and, um, and my heart, really. And it's just been really beautiful. So since doing plant medicine, I can definitely say, and of course, with all of the things combined, like I said earlier, it's, I just, I feel very different. I feel super calm is, is that's the word that comes to mind. I feel super calm, um, way less reactive to things. So that's, that's just been really interesting. And perhaps that was part of my purge. You know, I actually have never thrown up on ayahuasca. I've gone to three, three ceremonies and I have not thrown up. I had on my third experience, I did kind of have a little bit of like funny tummy and I went to the bathroom a few more times, like had some like loose stools, like a few extra times during that night. I mean, nothing crazy, but that is also a purge. Crying is also a purge. Um, So there's definitely this lightness (laughs) that you feel when purging, of course, Um, but like an energetic lightness for sure. So those are my insights, um, my birthday insights. I wanted to share with you what you know the past year has kind of looked like and the things that I feel have really, not that I feel, that I know have just made such a huge shift on my mental health, my emotional health, and just my overall well-being. And it's really been about working in and tuning in and doing that deep inner work because that's where all the beauty lies. It's where the shadow lies, but it's also where the beautiful light lies as well. And so as I turn 38, I am going to continue to do the inner work and I'm more than happy to share what that looks like um, and other modalities that I may integrate. And I encourage you to do the inner work as well, because it is the most important work that you will ever do. And, you know, 
As a business coach and as a health and hormone coach, on both sides of the realm, when I am working with nutrition clients, there's only so many layers we can get to with movement and supplements and stress and sleep and nutrition. A lot of that mindset work and that emotional work, that's the that's the stuff that's the hardest. And it also cracks people wide open. It really gets people over that hump from being stuck to, to really getting them to this place of true healing. And it's the same thing on the business side the mindset piece, you know, how many of my students hold themselves back in, you know, growing and building the business that they want because they're so caught up in what others are going to think of them. And, you know, they're so scared to ask people for money and, and actually charge for their services. And they give away a lot of time and a lot of energy and they just doubt themselves and their confidence. And that's a lot of inner work. You know, I had to go through it. I, I didn't just come out of the gate and graduate from school and and knew exactly how to grow my business. It took years of doing the inner work, getting support, getting coached, and um and showing up, showing up every day and doing the uncomfortable work because to get to the comfort, you have to get through the discomfort. And so there's an episode uh again, I don't even know all these episode numbers, but there is an episode quite a few months back where I did share kind of a behind the scenes of growing holistic wellness and a bit about my business journey. So you can always tune uh, tune into that. And um, for anyone that's listening that is a practitioner, a nutritionist, coach, maybe you're in network marketing, maybe you're a business coach yourself, and you are looking for support to grow and scale your business, I'm actually kicking off a five-day sales training next week. So from May 10th to the 14th, I will be live inside my Holistic Business Collective Facebook group at 11 a.m. Eastern time every single day for five days. And we are diving into all of it. So I did this training a while back. And I mean, the amount of clarity and confidence that comes out of the participants at the end of the five days is just pure magic. So we dive into understanding your avatar, getting clear on your zone of genius, understanding sales, social media, marketing, and basically how you create the foundational elements in your business to bring in consistent leads and clients and to grow and to scale and and to really be able to step into your zone of genius and step into your light and serve in a really, really big way. So I'm so excited for that. It's coming up next week. Uh, You can join it. It's free. And there will be replays available if you can't make the live 11 a.m. training. Uh, You just got to join us in the Holistic Business Collective Facebook group. So just search it on Facebook and come join us and find us. There's also an epic workbook that goes along with it. It's like 20 pages. It took forever. It's like another, it's one of my book babies. Uh, It's an ebook, of course, but lots of amazing uh, info in there for you to follow along for the five days. So I'd love to support you. If you are looking for that help when it comes to your business and growing and scaling and truly getting in alignment with your business and stepping into the leadership role. So yeah, come join us there. All right. I think that's it. It's over an hour. I can't believe I spoke this long. The funny thing is I was supposed to have a guest interview today and I went on to Zoom waiting for my guest to show up and like 15 minutes in, they did not show up. So I was like, well, I've got this time right now. Let me record a podcast. And this is just what came out. So I really hope that you enjoyed it. And um, again, thanks for being here. Thanks for tuning in. I really hope that perhaps this was able to shed some light into some areas that you might want to focus on with your health and your well-being and different ways you can level up your personal care and your self-care. If this show resonated with you, then please connect with me over on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie. If you're listening to this in real time on May 4th, may the force be with you. I always hear that every single year. I will, I I might not reply back right away because it's my birthday and I might be out enjoying the day, but I will get back to you. So leave me those messages and just let me know if this resonated with you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for tuning in. And again, if you want to save on some of the products that I mentioned today, eat, uh, I always pronounce it wrong, Eaton Hemp, Eaton Hemp, E-A-T-O-N, EatonHemp.com. Save 20% off their CBD oils and actually site-wide on any of their products with the coupon code HEALTHYHORMONES and OrganifiShop.com. It's 15% savings 
The coupon code is also healthy hormones. If you're going to try any of their products, I would love to hear from you guys. I always hear how much you guys love the Organifi products and the Organifi gold. And they've just got some awesome products and the Eaton hemp. I think you're going to really love them. They have these really cool, like they look like cigarettes, but they're not. They're actually hemp CBD flower pre-rolls. They're super cool. I really want to try them. They're like these pre-rolled like CBD flower packs that are that are super cool. And they sell them in, I don't know if they sell them in like a three pack, but uh, they've got ones that are like almost like pick-me-ups and then ones that are more like um, for peace and like calm. But there's no like, there's no weed in this, FYI. This isn't something that's going to get you high. You are actually smoking hemp, FYI. Um, so there's no THC in it. Okay. I will stop talking now. (laughs) Thanks so much for tuning in. I will chat with you all next week. If you like this episode, if you love our podcast and you know other women can benefit from tuning in, we would love it if you can share it with them or leave us a rating and a review, which actually helps more people find the podcast. You could do that on any major podcast platform that you listen to us on. Thanks for being with me today. Have an amazing day. I'll chat with you all real soon. Take care.